When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're looking at Stephen A. on Tuesday after listening to Club Shay Shay yesterday and all of that stuff. And you're going like this. Damn, Stephen A. does look good this morning. I know that's what you're thinking. I know that's what you're thinking. But there's other things to bring up, okay? Like the Buffalo Bills blowing yet another game. My man Shannon Sharp up there. I see the blazer. I see it. I don't know about his shirt, Shannon. I, I mean, what's up with the shirt? You all right? You all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, okay. you don't like the combo? You, you ain't feeling the combo? <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Listen, it might be better than what Molly's wearing, or might not. I don't know. And, oh, by the way, we got a Sergeant Friday in the house. I mean, Jeff Saturday. We got Paul Feinbaum in the house. My man, P-Pat, P-Mac, Pat McAfee is coming in the house. First take, y'all. This is what we do, Okay. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us. Shannon Sharp from the West Coast. How about those Broncos? Jeff Saturday yeah. to my left. Stephen A. Smith to my right. I was I'm getting Molly ready to Carroll. tell Shannon. I, I, I saw him frowning for a second. I was like, you better be smiling. He in that light. It, it's 47 <laughs> degrees here. He better be smiling there. You, you should be the one smiling. And we won back-to-back games. I'm smiling about that. Beat Kansas City and Buffalo. That, that's yeah. true. That's true. Listen, Super Bowl, the cold weather go. builds character and grit. You can really? work on that. <laughs> about last night, the Broncos rallied for a 24-22 victory in Buffalo. Will Lutz kicking a 36-yard field goal as time expired after he had missed seconds earlier, only to see Buffalo flag for having 12 players on the field. The Bills had four turnovers, several drops, and are now 5-5, five and five, losing four of their last six. Sean McDonald. Dermot, Josh Allen, not happy with all the mistakes. Take a listen. Uh, we practiced two or three times that this week. The substitution from from dime to field goal block, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, we didn't execute it. So it's inexcusable. It sucks. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, it's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Stephon's younger brother and Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs tuned in to last night's game. He had this to say, man, 14 got to get out of there. And uh, that's the tweet. So let's react uh-huh. to that. Stephen A., your thoughts. Well, first of all, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp, do, do, do I sound lost now? I mean, who said this months ago when I talked about Stephon Diggs wanting to get the hell up out of here? Y'all think his brother just – this ain't some distant relative. No. This is his no. brother who's also – and I was listening to y'all on Get Up earlier today. My man Dominique Foxworth made that point. You think that this ain't some distant relative. This is a dude who's a brother, who's a sibling, who's also a star in the National that's Football right. League. By the way, Trayvon Diggs, get yourself healthy, my brother. Ain't nothing but prayers and love for you. The bottom line is that's his brother, and his brother is saying it. Something we all know because we've seen it in, his, in Stephon's demonstrative tendencies in the AFC Divisional Playoff game. We heard yeah. about it in the offseason. We saw it when he showed up to training camp late, and they still needed to huddle with him to have a conversation, Shannon and Jeff. But now we go to this, and we go to a game yesterday. We know the turnovers were the difference in either stalled Bills drives or led to Denver points. We get that. The four turnovers by the Buffalo Bills. 
simply can't happen. But I want to get a bit more specific about Stephon Diggs here. Season low in targets, five. Season low in catches, three. Yep. Season low in receiving yards, 34. This season, first six games of the year, averaging 103 receiving yards per game, five touchdowns, top 100 yards five times. The last four games, 62 receiving yards, two touchdown catches, and that's about it. And by the way, did y'all know this, Jeff Saturday, Shannon Sharp? Josh Allen has thrown about 12 touchdowns in the playoffs throughout the years. Do you know not one single one has been to Stephon Diggs? Not one. And then my man D.O., Dan Olavsky, texted me earlier this morning. I can't take credit, got to give it to him, talking about what he's seeing. Stephon Diggs ain't even being targeted most right. of the time. They're not even calling plays for one of the elite receivers. And if that is happening, I have to believe, guys, and correct me, y'all know it better than me. I just want to throw this out, my last point. For McDermott, for that to happen, your offensive coordinator and your head coach ain't incompetent. They kind of know what they're doing, okay? If that's happening, I'm wondering how much is the attitude factoring in to the level of dissension that I believe or tension that has grown. And you might have a situation where they're looking to move in a different direction. So let's see what other people have because we tired of this dude, even though we know he's an all-world receiver. I don't know that. I don't cover the bills. I'm just saying it appears that way to me, Shannon. What are your thoughts? Well, it's human nature. Obviously, when you when a, when you have a disgruntled player into the building, what you try to do is you try to win games. You're there. To, you're there to win games, but you are human, and sometimes you get tired of dealing with the, with attitude and the concept back and forth on the sideline, as you mentioned earlier, Stephen A. The demonstrative attitude. But let me take what you said in the beginning. Having been a former player, having had a brother that was an NFL player, I understood very early on whatever I said was going to be a reflection that he told his younger brother something. I was very, very conscious of telling my sister, my mom, you cannot say anything because it's going to be construed yep. as it came from me or it came from my brother. Right. So just be careful. Whatever you say, good, bad, or indifferent, yep. you are the parent, you are the sister of Sterling and Shannon Sharp. You're absolutely right, Stephen A. So what? You think Trayvon Diggs is all of a sudden, of all the things he could have tweeted, <laughs> he tweeted that. He could have tweeted like, hey, bro, get my bro more involved. Hey, do y'all forgot y'all got 14 on your team? He's out there. That's not what he tweeted. He tweeted 14 need to get up out of there. Yep. That's not an accident. And you're absolutely right, Stephen A. When you reported that, to knock it down and try to make you look bad, oh, man, he don't know what he's talking about. Now, all of a sudden, it looked like it, that, that tree has fruit. Now, all of a sudden, I ain't seen no tweets this morning. I ain't seen no commentary <laughs> this morning. But you're absolutely right. Stefan Diggs seems to be upset. He seems to be, have been upset for a while, considering he's looking at it like the Bills window is, window is closing. We're not getting closer. We're getting further away. That's right. And it's starting to wear on him. But the reason why you're getting further away is because the guy that touches the ball 65, 70 times is turning the ball over. And I'm going to say this one last time Friday, uh, uh, Saturday, and I want you to take it away. 
You never accept anything in a win you wouldn't in a loss. That's when right. Josh Allen was turning the ball over, he's always been high turnover. But what did they say, Stephen A? We won the game. We won the game. Now all of a sudden you can't get out of your own way because of those turnovers. Now you got a problem with it. When you didn't have a problem with it before and you could have corrected it, Josh, you've got to do a better job of take, uh, taking care of this football because eventually we're not going to be able to overcome your bad play. And now they can't overturn, overcome it. Now they're looking at him sideways. But it's been a problem. Yeah. You just didn't correct it because you were winning. That's right. No, I, I couldn't agree with either of you more. When you, when you think about the situation between Stephon Diggs and, and Josh Allen and the frustration that we saw at the end of last year and then Stephen A., how you, you kind of riddled through what happened at the beginning of the season, winning cures a lot of that, right? And production cures a lot of that. So we start out this first six games, like you said, 100-yard average, whatever it is, a guy's leading the league, and, and all of a sudden your team starts to struggle. And if you saw last night and you watched closely, the first or, or one of the one of the uh, the tips to Kincaid, it was over the middle, it was a first or second, third down that they didn't turn the ball over. It hits him in the hands, and Diggs had run like a little curl route and was standing beside it. If you if looks could kill, that dude looking at, at, at Kincaid or whoever it was who dropped it and back at Josh Allen because he understands Josh Allen became Josh Allen because of him. Yes. Like, don't mix, don't mix the message, right? Like, great quarterbacks and Hall of Fame quarterbacks got great receivers. Now, can they make a receiver much better? Absolutely. But Diggs is a dude, right? He ain't just, he ain't just a, a receiver that you're trying to make look better. He makes you look better. And so when you target Gabe Davis or you target uh, Kincaid or you target nah. more than you're targeting your dude, there are issues there. And, and the problem for Diggs is he's not going to sit back quietly and take that. And I will tell you, from a quarterback to receiver exchange, it's going to get frosty. And it is going to be real in that locker room and it's going to be real on the field. Because when you feel like you're being ignored in a situation where you can benefit the team, and, and, and last night, this was a must win for this team. They are going through a gauntlet right now of, 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 of opponents that is about to come up. They needed that one. And they, they're a better football team than that team. They turned it over four times and had 12 men on the field at the end of the game and still should have won that game. That's, that's the part that hurts because if you're the Buffalo Bills and it's Stephen A's point, your window, it's, it, it's closed, man. I mean, it's closing. It's moving well, down that direction. You cannot have it. And Diggs understands that with, if he's not getting the ball, this team ain't winning. Let me say this, and let me say this about me, and I'm dead serious. I'm not joking around. I don't play around with this. I don't give a damn what platform I have here on first take. I don't make up stories. No. And – when I came on the air, Shannon, months ago, and I said, yo, I'm hearing he believes Stephon Diggs when, you know, feels their team missed the window of opportunity. I said, quote, I was told that. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there were NFL players that I don't do that mm -hmm. unless it, it's money. If yeah. I tell yeah. you somebody said it. That's what they said. Well, you don't play around. Well, according to that tweet, it, it yes. appears to be true. And his, let me tell you true. something. We all said this. His brother tweeting that out, 
That's calculated, bro. No question. That's calculated. No question. Right? And, and, and good for him. Yeah. Like, I, I, that don't bother me, right? But Because you know what's going on and in the building. Qualified. That's, and he's qualified. And he's qualified. Trayvon Day. More, more That's his qualified. brother who's a star yeah. in the National Football and, League. And Shannon's experience from his own family. Mm-hmm. But that is, that is calculated. That, that, is yeah. a, that is a shot fired. If I heard something from Sterling Sharp about Shannon, I'm going to be like this. Damn. Yeah, yeah, right. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon really feels that That's way. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. That's hey, exactly right. Hey, if you hear something, if you hear something and vice versa. If That's you hear, friends also, if you hear something from Bucket, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's the gospel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Josh Allen, 14 turnovers, 11 yeah. interceptions, most in the NFL this season. I want to focus on the team, though. Right now, the Bills are 10th in the AFC. Jeff Saturday, are they done? They're done. And it's a shame because, listen, I, I love this football team. I love the Bills Mafia. I love, I love everything about Buffalo. Well, Bills are good, man. It's, it's, our, our league is better. And I played in the AFC East when I first came in the NFL. I love going there. This is, a, this is a great fan base. Unbelievable. The issue for them is the injuries on defense. They've been decimated. And then yesterday they had five starters not playing even after White, after Milano, uh, seizing ending ear injuries. But when you look at this team, they went Leslie Frazier from 2017 to 2022 had them the first ranked defense and defensive efficiency. They move on from him. McDermott's now calling the defensive shots. They're 16. Now, injuries are going to play a large part of that, but White has been injured before. They find ways to do it. From 1 to 16 is a significant drop. The turnovers from Josh Allen is, comp- is continuing to happen, and to Shannon's point and to Stephen A's point, this isn't going away. You know, I, I said this morning, he's the reason, right? Like, like Josh Allen is the reason. He's the reason why you're always in contention, and he's the reason that can bury you because if he plays well, there's not a better quarterback in the game. But when he plays poorly, it's going to be hard to overcome them because the, the turnovers yesterday the, the Broncos had a six-yard drive and a nine-yard drive that, that equated to six points. That means wherever the ball was spotted, they had points. You you can't overcome that in the NFL. Those are those the the the, the interception before you go into halftime. Man, situational football matters. So when I say they're done, they're going to play better opponents than the Denver Broncos. And tip of the cap to them. They're playing good football right now. But at the end of the day, they're going to play better opponents as the season continues to move forward. And and you just don't see that same vitality in them as as you saw at the beginning of the season. Go ahead, Shannon. And this is one one of the main reasons that I'm leaning towards Jeff uh, uh, Saturday that they're done is because why? Because Josh Allen can't protect the football. See, you can't say all they have to do is protect the football because that's something that Josh Allen has never done. On a consistent basis, he's never protected the football. And so now you're asking him to be something that he's never been since he's entered into the NFL. Yes, you're talking about a guy that's 6'6", 250 pounds, has a laser for an arm, can make every throw on the field. He can run. He can use his leg. He's extremely athletic. But those are the things that get him in trouble because he thinks he can throw a football through a hurricane. And he's always attempting to do something in a situation that he shouldn't or doesn't have to do. Why would you throw and and hold on and uh, and why would you even attempt to make that throw right before the half? Did no. you not see? You first of all, you're late on the out route. And if you're late, guess what? The guy's going to undercut it, and it's going to be a pick the other way. Yep. Josh Allen turns the ball over too, entirely too much, but far too long we overlooked it because he was winning. And when I say guys are turning the ball over, I get labeled a hater. But all I'm trying to do is <laughs> save you major disappointment down the road because guess what happened? When the rubber needs to meet the road, you play these better teams. Just think about it. Uh, 
uh, uh, Saturday what you said. They started a drive. They got nine. They was at the nine. They was at the six. Imagine if you're playing a really good team. You're playing Kansas City. You're playing the Bengals or you're playing the Ravens or you're playing the Cowboys. That's 14, 10 at the, at the yeah, bare minimum. But, well, Shannon, here's the deal. First of all, I know. I, I mean, I know I am a fan. And I know when I bring this name up, you're going to be a fan. Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Yeah. You know that, yeah. what the brothers say. The more haters, the merrier. I mean, yes. if you got 15 haters, you should be ashamed of yourself. It should be 25. Try to get more. It should be down our way. <laughs> you, you, he's from down here Shannon's it, way. Exactly. So let's get that straight. And you're absolutely right. 94 turnovers in 87 regular season games since his rookie year for Josh Allen. That's nine more than any other quarterback in the league. You know, Jared Goff is second at 85. I'm also going to throw it at Buffalo's defense, though, because, Jeff, you pointed out the injuries. Okay, so we've got a situation with Davius White out for the season. Milano and Daquan Jones obviously out indefinitely. Micah Hyde didn't play last night as well. Why do I bring that up? I'm looking at this number here. The Bills, they forced 13 turnovers in the first five games. They've only forced two turnovers over the last five games with injuries taking their toll. So that plays a role as well. First of all, you're not as opportunistic defensively, and offensively, your quarterback is allowing other teams to be opportunistic. What do you expect? You expect what we saw last night. Yes. uh, uh, Stephen A., let me me ask you this. In that situation on third and ten, why would McDermott – bring a bomb blitz when the guy's already missed two PATs and a field goal. You can't put your defense in that situation. They're playing off coverage. And when I say bomb blitz, ladies and gentlemen at home, I mean zero coverage. He's playing off. You give the wide receiver a running start with no press. So now he's going to be around you. What do you think he's going to do? And everybody keeps saying all he has to do is get his head around. That's easy for you to say on your couch or when you're watching the game in a bar. But when you're out there on the field, you panic. And more times than not, you're going to see a 28-yard pass interference. I don't agree with that call. Do no. you believe Will Lutz, considering the night he was having, was going to walk on the field and kick a 55, 60-yard field listen. goal? No chance. Maybe the best point you just brought up. Here's the thing. You put Judy in the slot on a safety with no help and the dude running by him. If Russell Wilson throws a decent ball, it's a touchdown. Right. I mean, they yeah. got lucky for it to even come into pass interference. And don't even get me started on the defensive coordinator. When the Broncos kneel the ball three times, they're in dime defense. You started this out with McDermott saying, we practice going from dime to whatever, but it's inexcusable. Why are you in dime? They're literally kneeling the ball down, man. Yes. Getting your base defense, your field goal block. There Thank should not you. be 12 minutes. Thank you. you got the head coach, special teams coordinator, and the safety all counting dudes. How can yeah. there be 12 on the field? We can blame Jack, but there's a lot of blame to go around last night. I'm just letting y'all know the call on the third. And by the way, the blitz was effective the play before. He went back to back on those zero blitzes, but you know, which yes, you know you're putting everyone defense the end, in But top. at the end of the day, Jeff, Shannon, y'all know what y'all saying, right? So we got yeah. a quarterback that's making turnovers. Yeah. We got a head coach that's calling the wrong defensive scheme. Yeah. Yeah. We got a defense rife with injuries. And, by the way, they're no longer opportunistic right. while your offense is allowing other teams to be opportunistic. That is what spells disaster, For sure. which yeah. justifies Trayvon Diggs saying, my brother needs to get the hell up out of there. He is the seventh, he's the seventh longest tenured coach in the NFL and the only one that hasn't represented this team in the Super Bowl. Wow. Hmm. He, Kyle Shanahan, and, and Sean McVay came in at the same time. Sean McVay has won a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan has gotten the 49ers to the Super Bowl but lost. Sean McDermott is the only one. 
Interesting. Wow, that is. All right, and it's not going to get any easier because the Bills have the toughest remaining <sighs> schedule. <laughs> so, Stephen A., with that being said, I said earlier, currently they're 10th in the AFC. Who's the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC specifically? Wow, the biggest threat to the East. I'm still at this particular moment in time. I'm still going to say the Ravens, despite what I saw uh, yeah. Saturday. I was I was very very disappointed. I didn't expect that. But the, considering how their defense has looked prior to this weekend, combined with how great Lamar Jackson has looked, I trust Joe Burrow to throw the football better. For I sure. trust I trust Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I don't know how a miniature Tua Tungavaloa once they apply pressure to him, how he's going to respond to that. I got to see it. I'm talking about his durability, not his yeah. ability. His durability. When I look at Lamar Jackson, even though his durability is question mark as well because he's missed last five games over the last two five at, over the last two seasons. The way that they've been playing defensively, how much of a sensational dual threat he has the capability of being, I would still have to say at this particular moment in time, if I'm going up against Patrick Mahomes, as much as I believe in Joe Burrow, I'm still going to say because of that Ravens defense this year, I'm going to look at Lamar Jackson with that defense and say for the moment, it looks like it would be them. Yeah, this is you go, Shannon, you go, go ahead, go ahead, Saturday, go ahead. I follow this up. Go a, ahead. It's a very difficult question in, 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 under this circuit because Burrow, they've lost four conference games yes. already, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and because he was injured early and they lose everybody in, I mean, sorry, in their division. So for them to get to the playoffs is going to be difficult. You looked at Miami, play them to a seven, you know, they got a 21 point lead, the Chiefs did on Miami, and then Miami comes back, gives themselves an opportunity. So you like that, that matchup as a fun and fair matchup. But I'm with you, Steven. Like this Ravens team, like, it, it, the tip ball that became a, a points for the Browns, man, that's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's inopportune moment for Lamar. And Lamar has struggled in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure why they don't trust and depend on his legs and their run game in the fourth quarter more often. Yeah, they don't. Right? Like, like, they have a great run game, but it's not, it's not the one that you just line up, hand it off, and let's go play pound, ground pound, uh, like the Browns type style, right? And so they're going to have to figure out – they don't have closers on the defensive line. The Ravens don't, and they don't have a, a great closing. But when they get going, they are the, they are the, a, a team that nobody wants to see. And so I would still say I agree with you. I like the Ravens to go face them because they're going to be physical. They're going to. But the problem with the Chiefs is they start out fast on the Ravens. They don't play well from behind. So it's 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 really a really difficult. There's enough good teams in the AFC, mm-hmm. but man, you're like. I mean, everybody has everybody has their warts. You know what I mean, Shannon? Everybody's got their warts. You're absolutely right. But you know, in order to beat Kansas City, and you're probably going to have to go to Arrowhead to do it, you're going to have to stand across the field, and you're going to have yep. to stare down Patrick Mahomes. And the guy that's done that more times than not has been Joe Burrow. Now, I agree with you. Yeah. I would probably say the Bengals, although they have an uphill climb because they've already lost two division games and they've lost a couple of games in the AFC. But with that being said, I would say the Ravens would be the second. But I'm going to tell you a team you need to be on the lookout for, and that's because their defense and Miles Garrett, and that's the Cleveland Ooh. Browns. He ain't kidding. If, no if Deshaun, no if Deshaun can, I don't need him to be all the way back like he was his last year before he had to sit out that year. If he can be three-quarters of what he was mm-hmm. – with that defense, Look, they can we, come I, get you. We got to go. And, hey, hold up. Hold go up. Ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure last week, I'm pretty sure last week, somebody at this table you said did. that about Deshaun. If Deshaun was healthy, would they be Super Bowl contenders? Yes. I'm That'd pretty be. sure he's got a pink tie on today. <laughs> I'm not telling you exactly who he is. I said that too. I'm not saying the hair. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm not saying. I'm just letting y'all know. I would tell y'all this, though, too. Just as an aside, Molly, there's another reason Deshaun need to step up. 
you need to remind folks that, you know what, you were that best quarterback in Absolutely. Houston once upon a time because that brother Stroud and the things that he's doing, don't, yeah. don't let that brother elevate and get them to the postseason and he looking the way he looking while you struggling with a $230 million contract. Yep. You better not let that happen. Absolutely. We'll leave better it not. there, guys. By the way, ESPN Bet launches today here at ESPN. We'll have more on that later. And as far as the AFC, they have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. The Michigan sign-stealing saga continues. Jim Harbaugh will attend a Friday court hearing where a judge will hear the university's argument for a restraining order that would lift the Big Ten's three-game suspension of Harbaugh related to the sign-stealing scandal. Here's Harbaugh on his team. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. You know, America, America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes with the naysayers and you know critics so-called experts think um that's my favorite kind of team america's team (laughs) the bold take right there (laughs) paul feinbaum shannon sharp uh paul you're up first first i just want you to react to that sound we just heard uh, it's patently absurd, Molly. I mean, I appreciate uh, Coach Harbaugh for trying to put a spin on this, but but it just doesn't work. Uh, he is not a victim. He is the villain here. In many ways, instead of being America's team, Jim Harbaugh has become the Darth Vader of college football. He's the most polarizing figure in the game. Uh, he is widely reviled. And it's not because he's a, he's a bad coach. He's an excellent coach. Uh, he, he just... 
is apparently, according to uh, the Big Ten and the NCAA, trying to do things that, that are simply untoward. Last Saturday was the 10th college football game of the year. Guess what? It was the fourth time Jim Harbaugh has been out of a game because he's been suspended. I mean, this is not somebody that was pulled off the bus because uh, some, you know, some authority didn't like the way he looked. Uh, he was he was pulled off the bus because he is accused of cheating, uh, not specifically, but within his program, and he is ultimately responsible for that. So, I mean, I, I just find him to be a, a cartoon a cartoon character now, trying to play the victim card, trying to get America to feel sorry for him. America's team should represent the best of us, not the worst of us. I agree with everything you said, Paul Bomb, and Paul Feinbaum, and he says they're America's team. Americans don't like cheats. How does America feel about Lance Armstrong and Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and the Houston Astros? Don Shula, who's the winningest coach all time, Saturday, do you remember what he called Belichick? He called him Belichick. <laughs> Americans don't like cheaters. They don't. <laughs> they want to believe that what they're seeing at home is that that person beat you because he was better than you. That team beat you because they were better than you, not because you did something that was against the rules. So for Jim Harbaugh, and you're right, for him to try to pin it, oh, we're America's team. No, you're not. You're not. And, Paul, I'm going to disagree with you because of his smugness, because of his cavalierness. I don't think he's a very likable coach. I really don't. Now, maybe his team likes him, but outside of that Michigan fan base, and they're going to love anybody that's there. I don't think he's very likable. That's just me personally. But for him to say, oh, we're America's team and it was us against the world, it was because you created this. You created this. I feel, I feel bad for the kids, but I feel bad for the other kids also that had their signs stolen and you got and you had an unfair advantage. No, I, listen, I, 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 the America's team, no. But let me tell you what, he, he's doing a masterful job of galvanizing 18 to 21-year-old 20, men that are on his football team. And that's mm -hmm. the only message. Everybody, he ain't talking to Paul Feinbaum. He don't care nothing about Paul. He don't care nothing about me. He don't care about Shannon or Stephen A. He don't care nothing about none of us. You know what he cares about? Those 120 kids in that locker room that would that feel like they're going to battle for him to protect his legacy and his name. And he is using that and fostering this to get the best out of those players. You saw the coach cry on the post-game interview. Was Embarrassing. Just cried about how much he <laughs> loves Jim Harbaugh. Y'all can do whatever you want to think. But this dude has these guys on edge and ready to play for him. And I don't think they're America's team either. Listen, I live in the South, man. Listen, I'm SEC football. We're down in the SEC. All right, we're at the Mecca of where football is played. But yeah. they're still a very good football team, and he is galvanizing this, this group of men to be the best they can be. Oh, you can Lord. hate on them all you want, oh, my Lord. but he is play, he's playing the game, and he's playing some chess, and it's got everybody upset. Jeff Saturday, I can't believe, I can't believe how much you've missed this. Uh, Shannon, I can't believe you missed this either. America's team, do you really want that moniker attached? Them Cowboys? There's somebody that's called the America's team they ain't won a damn championship. They've been a conference championship game since 1995. Is that really what you want? The association with them? So that's right. One, two, and three right there for Jim Harbaugh, okay? So that's utterly ridiculous. By the way, he won a national championship since 1997. So they're right in Cowboy territory, okay? So we get all of that. But here's the deal, y'all. 
the, first of all, the coach crying on, 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 on TV. I'm sitting there like this. This is embarrassing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to just say it. What the hell are you crying for? I was waiting for him to say it's my quarterback. It's my team. I don't know what the hell was going on. I'm like, what the hell is that? What you crying for? Makes no sense whatsoever. You won a game, and you act like the man was fired. You act like the man just lost everything. He was suspended for three games. He's still allowed to be around the team all week long. He just ain't there on the Saturday. They're playing football. He still can come back for the college football playoffs, assuming they're in there. How has he been victimized? Because you have been associated with a scandal where you've got guys that work for you infiltrating other teams' sidelines and stealing signs and signals, and that you, you're the victim and other people are villains? Well, who are these villains exactly? If they are... I can say, tell you. Uh, uh, well, then put them out there. I'm talking I'm about Jim Harbaugh. Put them out there. Let it be adjudicated. All I'm saying to you is this. At the end of the day, Jeff, Jeff Saturday, my only point, and I kept saying this to Paul Farmer, I am not trying to attach guilt to, to Michigan at all. All I've been saying, because I got idiots like some of my friends that I won't even mention, they text me, and that's why I'm going to block y'all. Y'all keep messing with me. I'm getting sick of you dumbasses. But the point is this. I'm getting, uh, this is the point. You're talking about Harbaugh. I'm not saying guilt or innocence. I'm saying if you are the NCAA and you say he's guilty, you can't just let them go to the college football playoffs. Because the specter of cheating to get yourself there is what is being implied. Then make sure you exonerate them and that that did not happen. That you had nothing to do with it. That, that, that you didn't give the kids an unfair advantage over other kids they were competing against. That's fine. But if you don't do that, you can't just sit back and go like this. Well, you know what? Here's this slap on the wrist. The coach sit down for three weeks, only on Saturdays, only on Saturdays, just sit down for three weeks and then go and participate in the college football playoffs, potentially at the expense of Texas, Oregon, Alabama, Florida State, or Washington. I don't know if you can do that, fellas. Hey, they put Jim Harbaugh on house arrest. You know they have house arrest. There you can go. work all week, but you got to go serve the two days Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to, you got to exactly. go to the big house. Just Saturday. But you, just Saturday. Yeah, just <laughs> he, just hey, Saturday. He on, he, on, he on the work program. He just go, yeah. he shows up on Saturday, puts the suit on, there does this deal. Yeah. But no, listen, let me just say this about Stephen A. This, let me just say this sure, to you. Sure. You asked who the villains are, and look, I, I have no idea what Jim Harbaugh knew or didn't know. No, neither do I. No, no one knows, right? This is what I did, but I, I keep hearing what well, the Big Ten knows more, and that's why they're doing this. Or the NC2. Well, if they know more, then put it out there and show what you know. Yeah, cool. Because when you're punishing somebody, whether it be the head coach Never or right the university and the players that have played this season, and you're doing it three weeks left in the season without showing everything that you have to say, okay, he has full knowledge or whatever this is, or there's a precedent set. But you're talking about the NC2. You can't rush to judgment. If they don't have it put together or they're trying to put a case together, then you have to let things play out until they get there. And my issue is it feels like everybody hurried. And you said it best. I think Shannon said it. He ain't the most well-liked dude. He's taking shots at the NC2A. He's taking shots at the Big Ten. He's taking shots at America's team now. He's going everywhere. So he's not the most well-liked guy. But if all it takes is everybody getting together going, hey, I really think we should do something about this. I'm the coach against them. I think the big as a Big Ten, we need to make a stance right here. You're in a slippery slope because at this point, without knowing exactly what has been proven and not proven, I have a hard we time agree with that. getting a coach. We agree with that. But I they've told, done it. I, I, but they I, did, I, I they did it on the last 
I totally agree with you on that. But that is, I understand. Listen, criminals get get alerted to who they, what their crimes are and right. who's accusing them of it. Right. So there's no question you're absolutely right about that. I'm just saying you can't just leave it open-ended and send them to the college football players. You got to reach a resolution. But they yeah, got Do you think they should be yeah, be allowed to play in absolutely. the college football Absolutely. The players, 100. Listen, whether, whether Harbaugh is on the sideline, if them dudes keep winning, you put them in the CFP championship, whatever whatever they earn. I, look, th- th- this is my other thing. You ain't worried about Coach Marone. I ain't Marone. worried, you ain't worried about Coach Marone crying listen, even more, crying even more on national television cry. and stuff but, like but that. You ain't, that. You ain't worried you're, about that. You're going to punish kids that most likely had zero idea about what was happening. All but, those kids do is practice five days a week. And do what they the go coach school, tells them to do. Go, hold on, yes. I'm not done. Go to school, get educated, go to practice, That's and then fair, go Jeff. execute it Saturday. on Saturday. 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 It's a whole Saturday. Saturday. Fair. Saturday. It was the kids that benefited. benefited. If, 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 this was, if this is true, they benefited from it. They, listen, if every do you think that that Michigan football program is the only program that that's not the point? It is the that's not the point. It is the that is not the point. They just turned stuff in. Go ahead, talk Paul. about Ohio State I, and and I think it was I want to say something. I'm gonna go back to Paul. Some other thing about steel signs. It's like come on, man. Come on, like Jeff, I get, but you I'm can't shot, punish Jeff. kids that had no knowledge Jeff, of what was going on. Kids been being punished for decades it. in college sports. So stop but, now. But stuff So it's okay. I get to that because it's happened. We should say it's okay. I'm coming back to it. Go ahead. Paul, because I know you got something you want to say. I'll, I'll yeah, I, I, I just want to say what, one thing, Stephen A. and Jeff uh, and Shannon. In the report from the commissioner Friday afternoon, I mean, he lays out a very convincing case. It, it's not the final result, but but let's not think that they, we don't have any information here. We do have an enormous amount of information. And if you put this in a civil context, if you work for a company and you're accused of, of something fairly serious, you, you very well will be suspended. You may even be suspended with pay. That doesn't mean you're going to be ultimately fired. And, and that's where we are. We're in the middle of this, but the, the Big Ten has every right to do what it did and all these people throwing up due process. Come on, read the Fifth Amendment, read the 14th Amendment, understand what you're talking about, Jim Harbaugh, when you start throwing around words that you don't know what, what, what they mean. And, and I, I do agree, though. I mean, this sounds like a split decision here, Stephen A., but I, I don't think there's enough evidence right now to throw Michigan out of the playoffs, but I think there's an overwhelming amount of evidence to keep Jim Harbaugh yeah. off the sidelines. But, but, but that's where I'm uncomfortable because people are interpreting me saying, do it now. No, what I'm trying to say, Jeff Saturday, is that let the investigation continue. If you find, if, if, if I find, if Shannon Sharp is the coach at Michigan, and Shannon Sharp has been fed this information by Paul Feinbaum, who infiltrated somebody else's sideline and stole signs and signals. He gave it to Shannon. And then Shannon goes to the players and say, schematically, this is what y'all just brought up the bomb blitz, right? Here's what we're going to do, because this is what they're going to do with this particular play, because here's the intel that we have on it. Those players who exercise that strategy benefited from the stewards to tutelage that Shannon provided. And that's what I'm saying. If that transpired, if that transpired, if, 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 you can't act like the kids didn't benefit at the expense of other kids who may not have done it or hasn't been caught or hasn't been accused. You cannot ignore that. There is no way you can ignore that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. My, my, my point to you is this. To punish 
the university, like you said, if they got through everything and they can find all the way through what you're saying, that the players benefited, the coach used it for whatever it is, they get all the way through that thing. There's no way they can do that in three weeks. Okay. And my point is this. They went to, they went to Happy Valley, they played Penn State on the road without their coach. You know, you know who could have had a scouting program? They're going to run it 39 times down your throat and ultimately win the game. I don't care what signals you need, bro. They are a good, if not great Doesn't football team. Doesn't negate what happened weeks leading has, up to the Penn Absolutely every well, their biggest three games are now. They just played Happy Valley. They're gonna play Ohio State. They got to beat Maryland okay, or whatever. But they said so, this thing was going on for the last two years. They went twelve and two, thirteen and one yeah, within the college football. That's what I'm both saying. Though, as as you're pushing all this out, so we're gonna vacate all the wins that no, they had. Or we're gonna say we're gonna. Say but you do know that they, they've done you that know in college. Gonna, you, you do know, know wins have been vacated okay. in college. You absolutely, do know that, right? Absolutely. Championships okay, have been vacated. But here's the thing: you're saying let's not allow them to play in the CFP. You know who else that hurts? Why does it hurt football players? Because the the, the guys who are scouting them for the combine. They want to know they're playing against the best competition. No, no, you can't go do that. Okay, well, I had no idea this was going on. At least if you punish the program, players coming in, no. You got 20, 20 scholarships taken away. You got whatever going on. You have these things. You can make a decision whether you're going to go to that program or not. You're, ten, you're, you're seven games in or eight games in. All of a sudden, you're making this adjustment. I'm and good going, with your argument. Hey, we're going to punish I'm these good with your argument about Michigan. Let but, them you, but, you're not ta- but you're not talking to me about what's a, what about the argument about Washington, Alabama, Florida State. Oregon, Texas. What what if, I'm just saying, what if Michigan got in at the expense of one of those teams who were not associated with one of those scandals? What about those kids? I I understand. What about them? I understand your point. What I'm saying, though, is, and, and and it's a valid point. If Michigan has not lost games and they have earned their way into it, I would tell you, you can't, you can't, it may not, there's no perfect solution, but by penalizing kids eight games into a season for me is going above and beyond what you should be able to do. I agree. If they go back and take scholarships, fire Jim Harbaugh for whatever he did and didn't do, I'm okay with that. Okay, so now the program's going to be adjusted to by what they did, but by taking away the ability to go play is a, is a, I think it's a step. If that's we don't case, we should not hear none of this stuff. I agree. Hey, Saturday, let me ask you this. Let's just say I'm in college and I cheat for the better part for the entire semester. I get caught, but I pass the final exam without cheating. So everything that I did before the final exam should be forgiven because I took the final exam without the knowledge of the, te- the answers that I had on the test before. Is that what you're saying? Because no, they went to Happy Valley, no, ran no. the ball down Penn I'm, State. I'm saying – no, no. I'm saying it wasn't you that cheated. It was your neighbor who cheated, and now you're going to get punished for what your neighbor did. Because no, they have but the, no, no the, player had any control over what Jim Harbaugh did or didn't do. And, and, and there's point. no way you can hold oh, someone guys. accountable we, from we that. we got to get ready to go. Let's give Paul Feinbaum a, a word here real quick. <laughs> Paul, for, go ahead, man. Yeah, I, I'm, going, I'm going to take it upon myself to be the judge here, and it really okay. is a split decision. Uh, Saturday, Saturday it makes a very compelling case, and and Stephen A., you do too. I, I now understand. I didn't last week when I went ballistic when you were talking, but I do now. But the problem is the system is flawed. There just simply is okay. this isn't the NFL where Roger Goodell can make a decision in 25 minutes uh, and, 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 and rule. Mm-hmm. It is a very unique system, and it, it, it's set up for, to, to cheat. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh, whether he cheated or not, probably understood the rule better than we do, and, and he sanctioned it. Let's not forget one important thing here. Before all this happened, Jim Harbaugh was losing. He was about to get run out of Michigan. They were mm-hmm. this close to firing him, and then suddenly... 
out of nowhere, he started winning. Yeah. He had he got better players. Wow. Yes, I agree Desmond, with that. Desmond but he also Hart. started using yeah, this system. Uh, that that to me uh, is so easy to understand, and I think that's one reason why every one of the Big Ten coaches raised Kane, and that's why the commissioner acted the way he did. Just to play devil's advocate, we did have Desmond Howard on, and he argued that there was a lot of coaching changes, NFL guys that came in, and that was the difference yeah, maker. Paul, we have to go yeah. real quick. I just want your thoughts on this because I know you talk to a lot of people in this space. Where's America on this? When you're when you're taking callers, are, are they siding more with like a Jeff mm-hmm. or a Stephen A? I'm curious. Yeah, I think outside of the state of Michigan, uh, really, the, the rest of America, you know, looks at Jim Harbaugh as the villain and somebody who has broken the rules. And they and like uh, Shannon said earlier, they, they don't like that. Uh, he is a very unpopular person, uh, and, and he creates most of that himself. And, and quite frankly, there's not going to be anybody out. And, and, and one more thing. Uh, and I realize every fan base is unique, but but there is no more obnoxious, sniveling group of fans than the University of Michigan fans. I mean, they annoy everyone, and that's why there's so much uh, contempt for this program right yes. now. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure they got the Cowboy fans beat, but I guess I mean, you know, I mean yeah. maybe America's team okay, number two. College football, okay? Got it. College football. Let's go. Let's All right. Let's, uh, let's leave it there. <laughs> Paul, thank you so much for being with us. Always appreciate thank and respect you. your perspective. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Quick takes, let's get it. In the association, Stephen A., the Celtics got the best of your Knicks, 114-98. Jason Tatum put up a cool 35. New York is now 5-5 five and five on the year. How you feeling? Well, first of all, no surprise there. They're a better team than the New York Knicks. We all know that Jason Tatum is a superstar in this league. We all know that. Did we know that the Celtics starting five is outscoring their opponents by 39 points for every 100 possessions? This is the most lethal starting five in the National Basketball Association. By the way, they're also the leading rebounding team in the association. The Celtics are legit. They're my favorites to come out of the East and go to the finals for a reason. And last night was the latest example of of how they showed why. Maybe this is the year they finally get it done.